Welcome to your daily dose with Bob and Nick. It's our Labor Day episode. So what do you think Nick and I will be talking about today? You guessed it, labor. Not the kind your mom experienced when she was bringing you into the world. We're talking manual labor. Though we use our brains more than our biceps these days, Nick and I both have strong histories of jobs that required physical labor. And to our surprise, we both look back on those manual labor experiences fondly. Listen in as we reminisce, and then watch us flip the conversation from the love of labor to labors of love, and the labor union that is my marriage. Enjoy. Are you stiff? You look stiff. Oh, I'm so stiff. Uh, do you stretch? I, I need to do more stretching. Yeah. I feel like most of my stretching comes from, um, like, work. Uh, or not like I don't stretch at work, but most of my physical exercise comes at work because I end up walking like seven miles. Do you track that during you a actually, shift? Yeah, that's pretty incredible. Yeah. That's that's a seven, nice amount miles. of exercise, and you're lifting stuff too. I mean, oh you're yeah, moving stuff and lifting stuff, and yeah, it's it's really nice. Um, as far as like a physical uh job, right? Like I I was thinking about this flying back from Ohio recently. And I was looking down and the guys were loading the uh, luggage yeah. onto the plane. And, you know, part of me is very much ensconced in this idea that, okay, that work is literally beneath me because they're down, like we're up in the, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, in the terminal and they're down there on the ground. Um, but it's also beneath me like, oh, that's why I went to college. That's why I got my master's. That's why, like I shouldn't do that stuff anymore yeah because that's you know and not to say i I, like i'm working on the biases that i have i'm working on these uh things that i have inside me that make me say or make me think these things but at that moment i was like oh man i'd love to be down there throwing stuff right now i'd love to be doing something physical right now like that looks i and i you know not to uh say that it looks fun and, and demean what they're doing and you know like the work that they're doing but i like i would want to do that right now yeah i i don't i don't see anything wrong with you seeing that as fun because i'll tell you the truth i see it when i see them loading those carts with all those bags it's a game of tetris yeah. right they're they have to figure out how to fit all that stuff in and yeah i I'm, I'm with you to tell you the truth i i used to love doing blue collar work I, I, I tell you the truth. I think I still do. I like, I loved mowing my lawn this week. Yeah. I pulling out the trimmer. It just felt like, I don't know. It just feels good to do it. I used to dig ditches when I was a teenager and do work uh, in the park services. I'm talking, I was the guy that edged Saugus High's football field and did it wrong. Oh, <laughs> I, nice. oh I cut a big triangular wedge off this thing that was so mad at me. Thankfully there was a little extra. It wasn't right up to the chalk lines. But it was close. Uh, so it was your fault that the field was 90 yards instead of 100 yards? <laughs> it came close to being that situation. They <laughs> thought they were going to have to replant. But the thing is, I loved every day going out there and doing all the stuff I had to do. Even going around picking up trash with the little clippy claws, yeah. you know? It just felt like you're doing something tangible. Uh, it feels more tangible than writing a report sometimes. So let me ask you this, because I get to a point where I'm at work. And something needs to be clean, whether it's a toilet or I need to mop the floor or something like that. And I'm like, okay, I can do that. And, but I get home and I'm like, oh, I don't want to mop. <laughs> I don't want to, 
in the twilight draft? Yeah, is anybody coming over? Well, no one's going to recognize you for it. Nobody's going to go, hey, I appreciate that you did that. I mean, yeah. I, you don't really always get that at work right, either. Right. It's just there's something more satisfying about it. Maybe just because you're getting paid for it, but. Yeah, yeah. I, well, maybe you need someone to pay you for it at home. Okay. that's it. I have Patty to pay me for, for stuff around the home. You can't believe. People think I earn a lot of money at Flight of Ideas. Not nearly as much as I do doing chores around here. Oh, yeah. interesting. It's, it's a, my honey-do list has a price tag on it. Interesting. So, yeah. So, so she writes it down and she writes about. Like, do you guys do offer, counter-offer? Like, is there a uh, lot of negotiating No, I have set pricing. On? She knows what my prices are. Great. And she either pays them or she doesn't. And it's so just, I could pay you to clean my house? Dude, you just need, I'm not cheap, but yeah. <laughs> Actually, I need to take a walk around your property before I agree to that. Yeah, that's true. You, that's you true. I don't want you messing into. up. I've heard about you and the Whacker and what you do to <laughs> football fields. I don't know if I, I do, want you doing that. I do genuinely like to clean my house, too. This is a, it's a crazy thing, but I used to hate it. I used to be so mad. Patty would, on the weekend, be, make a list of stuff that we had to do, and I'm like, I'm not doing a list. I just worked all week. I'm going to relax. I need my weekends, but truth is that she needed help like keeping things together and over what 37 years of marriage she trained me so now i automatically put laundry and i automatically empty the dishwasher i make the bed all these things that just come naturally now i'm well trained and uh she knows that she's the one that trained me so she's other people have approached her to see if she could train their husbands as well but she only did this one it took i broke her quite frankly it took everything she had Oh yeah, me. thirty-seven years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and guess what? I trained her as well. We really did have this this situation where we had to converge because she was super conservative financially, and I had no wits about me as far as finances. I was like, make the money, spend the money, spend the money, even if you don't have the money. And uh, and so she had to reel me in in that world. But I had to unleash her from thinking that she had to be that conservative about everything. And we've now for the last. 20 years of our marriage we've kind of met in the middle and just been having a great time just so what i'm hearing is first 17 years <laughs> rocky horror picture show just incredibly difficult and then 20 years of good bliss exactly yeah yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah i don't know that you guys should be giving advice it's, a, <laughs> it's an investment you should see my father my father is in love with my marriage because he's just like you guys have done it all right and he knows that we have arguments and that we have disagreements and sure. stuff but we we always manage to find our way to the same side of things, and we now have built something that's it is the longest lasting relationship in the history of my family right now, including my grandmother, you know. So that that's something, and I I attribute that largely to my incredible patience uh, with Patty. Yeah, that's it's, great. Well, you've met her. Yeah, you I'm know, sure. You know the kind of patience that has to take. She's gonna really enjoy this episode. <laughs> Patty, I did not agree to anything he just said. He's nodding his head right now, honey. I swear he is. Hey, it's Nick. Thanks for listening. If I've learned anything from Bob and Patty's relationship, it's that you need a good sense of humor. A a huge sense of humor. And Patty has one, as you can well imagine. In the meantime, if you need anything lifted and then put down, let Bob and I know, and we'll be right over. Have a great day.